aka Patters. Welcome to episode 427. We're talking Disney Plus. We're talking hype. Because people were excited. I think people were more excited for today's conversation. Falcon Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So if you if you ever seen any of those wily, wasky Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, especially Captain America Winter Soldier, you know. You know you were excited when you saw the logo when Disney does their uh hey uh everyone come Come to this conference. Come to this presentation. We're going to show you a bunch of logos and tell you who's involved. And you can spend the next eight months of your lives getting excited. And that's really what Disney Plus is, is doing right now. There's so many different logos between the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Star Wars stuff. These It's impossible to keep track of these logos. And we constantly hear... Of projects getting shifted around, canceled, swapped out, dates getting removed, dates getting added. It's madness. And a, a, a little bit of this, you can probably contribute that Disney does have its pulse on what people are saying. And not only what they're saying, but how they're saying it. And I believe that is a little bit of this uh, check and guess uh, that they are participating in. Because, you know, we're also like in it with them and i know it's it's weird that's usually not a thing i like saying but our conversations our podcasts our youtube episodes uh who knows even maybe our private tweets are collected within disney's giant data bank with their partners and they figure out what's you know what's getting people excited and what's not and you might say well pete why did they like push through like Shang Chi, why the stuff with the Eternals? That fair argument. Uh, no one seemed excited for those. No one really seemed excited for uh, Captain Marvel. But here's the thing: when we have a dip in excitement, we do get a little bit of this ramp up of the shells, all this rotten tomato activity. It's it's mind boggling. So. What are we to do? Like how this is no different than the old days where they used to have press secretaries and people mining newspapers. And, uh, you know, there would be um, like talks, not, not talk centers, but there would just be offices throughout the country where people would test screen movies. And the test screening process for movies uh, is legendary. So. Why not apply the test screening process for movies into active development? And that's really what we see. But everyone, like, post Captain America Winter Soldier, post Infinity War, everyone wanted this. Now, we really didn't know what we were getting. And what, what we got, I think, is is a leaner like movie or a leaner long form movie than we got with WandaVision. WandaVision, when you first saw that logo, when when they first pitched it to you, it, it was hard to figure out how that was going to be something. And I I and I believe that gut instinct turned out to be true. Falcon the Winter Soldier, we know we're it's it's a it's forty eight hours or another forty eight hours, but it's like lethal weapon, buddy comedy, they're making quips, they're going back and forth. People are in danger, but they're not really in danger because these guys are funny. And the chemistry between Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, uh, Anthony Daniels, right, 
Anthony McDaniels and Sebastian Stane. Sebastian Stane also is one of the most beautiful men ever to put to be put on screen. He's so freaking beautiful. I, I just love looking at him. But all of this stuff, and then we have uh, both of these guys getting into the real world. We have blip references, which is Thanos' snap. Whenever the blip comes up, it's completely cringe. Makes no sense. Uh, we're we're in a world where actively we know that there's gods, gods and power beyond comprehension there, and people are running around chasing cars. So this is why when we do things like the Infinity War, you know, we have to build it in that people don't remember. Maybe some choice characters will retain the knowledge, but the world must be maintained. It must be normal just to move on. Now, we don't get that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe landscape. I think that's a storytelling. That's a, uh, not even a storytelling. That's a position misstep. But we have the like original um, Captain Captain Marvel showing up here. Uh, he's an African American, Tuskegee Airman. Really cool stuff. Great, uh, his character, fantastic. We have awesome villains with the with these flag smashers who are essentially uh, new super soldiers. They're freaking cool. They're unsuspecting. Uh, we, we have U.S. agent or the new Captain America, John Walker, who is he to me is the standout star of this. entire. You just want to see him. You just want to know more of him. You kind of like him. You kind of don't, but you understand what he's trying to do. Major misstep of him not being a super soldier when he got the shield because I don't understand how. Anthony Mackie, the Falcon, and all these other characters who are non-superpower can throw around a vibranium, can I say that? Vibranium, an atomium shield, the, the way that they do. Also, using the shield is a little bit of a mental calculation, okay? Captain America is way smarter than your average bear. Okay, the super serum heightened his intelligence, heightened his perception. So when he bounces that shield around, as he awesome, awesomely does when he takes out that Quinjet in Captain America Winter Soldier, there's a level of intelligence at play here. I don't like that they downplayed who can use the shield because when the, uh, well, who is it? The um, Winter Soldier catches the shield in Captain America Winter Soldier uh, on that rooftop scene. That's a that's a jaw dropping. That is a at this point historic and iconic Marvel Cinematic Universe moment. But we get these ideas. We get this long dissection of who should have the shield and why. If you were given the shield, do you even want it? You know, we bring in conversations of today's landscape. That yeah, you know, look, I think it sticks out like a sore thumb. I think it's pandering. I think it's weak. But, you know, like, does it work in the narrative? Does it work within uh, where the character is? Uh, a thousand percent. And we have to understand, if Anthony Mackie or the Falcon feels a certain way or lives a certain life, and that doesn't mean he's not living that life when, we, when, when we're first introduced to the character. It just means that 
we're dealing with serialized entertainment and 10, 12 years can go by be between characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe having moments, having um, things to say and things to do. And within that time, our culture is going to shift. And when our culture shifts, the people making this product that we consume shifts. So some of, the, some of it stands out, some of it doesn't. I do like that uh, there's a lot of this show that is just grounded. I love all the Baron Zemo stuff. I love the idea that like you, you just get this feeling that Baron Zemo is always a couple steps ahead of all of them. Really cool stuff. Everything with Wakanda, everything with how Wakanda broke the conditioning. We see a little bit of that with the Winter Soldier. Really cool stuff. Everything with the Baron Zemo messing around with the Winter Soldier. You know, with his uh, secret code words that trigger the Winter Soldier. This is, it's just great. And I, I would say like, of the three shows. Of Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, and WandaVision. Of the three that we've seen so far. Falcon, Winter Soldier, I think, applies the most to what we've seen. It's it's using characters a certain way that we want to see more of. And it does move a lot of the story forward. And it's not in a major way, which I do like. It's 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 a uh, we're dealing with like a little bit of a membrane story here. This is uh, you know what's holding together the muscle between this and that. Now, WandaVision and Loki clearly also have that positioning, but it's way too heavy-handed because you leave both of those shows wanting to understand what it all means, and we're left holding the bag this show at least at least freaking ends on the like we know what we we know what we're doing we know what's happening and i love julia louise dreyfus her whole spiel in this movie um agent carter is fantastic and so cute and hot and i don't mind it. i'm i don't mind when she's killing all of those guys in the docks it's freaking awesome I, you know she's stabbing people to death and she's potentially like this double agent this idea that there's more super serums out there. Look, I will say this. The super serum should be coveted. The super serum should be only in Captain America. Part of the reason why it worked. It was a biology. The doctor, uh, I always forget his name, but the doctor that gave Steve Rogers the serum knew it would work because he saw something within Steve Rogers that they didn't see in any other of the experiments. They've done nothing but take away why Captain America is special through the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe and in so also within Marvel Comics. This is a no-go. This is a no-fly. It's, it's interesting when they introduce new concepts that are outliers and they don't exist within why characters are special you have to maintain characters being special because when they're special they're cool and when they're cool you can do amazing things with them on just on a storytelling sense just on where you want this character they write themselves and right now it's just like oh my god we have a captain america that's part iron man because it, he's it's he only exists with the suit and he's not super powered, but he's going to wield the shield. So it's just weird. Like, that doesn't quite land. 
people like it, maybe. I don't know. I don't think anyone really likes the Falcon as Captain America. I think people want Bucky Cap. They want the Winter Soldier as Captain America because there's a built-in redemption arc there. It's clear, it's obvious, and it works. So everyone, AK Pads Audio Audacity, episode 428. We're going to do the introduction of Thanks Flicking, and then we're going to jump to the first episode of Thanks Flicking. Because I'm still all about Dune. 1984 Dune. We're going to do it. Dune, Flash Gordon. Uh, we have, I don't know, the movies I love. We're going to do multiple day drops leading into uh, multiple drop days leading into Thanksgiving. Only because every single year I try and do this promotion, it sneaks up on me. So what the hell? I love you. And hit akapad.com. Sign up for a free Wolfpack trading card. I love you and goodbye.